pandemonium. Use my fangs to murder All right, what's up, everyone? This is 7 Octobers. Welcome to my podcast, Nightmare on Sedgwick Avenue. This is Season 5, Episode 2. Today, I have really uh, two dope guests um, that are joining me today. I'll give them an introduction, and then I'll bring them on the screen here. Uh, but the first guest here is um, none other than the legendary MC, lyricist, rapper, storyteller, and now graphic novelist, uh, Chino XL. And Ooh-hoo. my <laughs> and my second guest here is actually his collaborative uh, partner. He's also an artist in his own right, a hip-hop uh, comic book artist, Gift Revolver. So I'll bring him on the screen right here. Hello, guys. <laughs> what up? Hey, thank you guys for joining me uh, on to this late night. Um, so without further ado, you know, let's get into the conversation. Um, for both of you guys, how did you guys meet? And uh, and then we'll go from there. Uh, <laughs> I should take that on. You want me, you want me to take that, Chief? <laughs> I mean, I, okay, if you're going to start it from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Why? You, know, you, know what, you know what, let me, you know what, you know what, let me. No, you go, you go ahead, you go ahead. No, no, go ahead, because. I don't think we we talked we talked no we talked about it but I don't think because me 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 meeting you it, it wasn't the event you know what I'm saying but no 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 I'm trying to say like you meeting me wasn't the event me meeting you was an event oh, so I don't know if you that, remember dude. you know what I'm saying yeah well um Gabby he I was doing a show at the House of Blues um this is I mean decades ago and this uh this cat who ended up being a good friend of mine who was always been a, uh, one of like OG good friends with gift um, came up to me and he was like, man, I'm a big fan, but there's this one dude you got to meet, man. His name is gift, whatever, you know, he's an artist, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, I don't know what I got him on. It was like, yo, we'll get him on the phone or whatever. Um, but me and gift ended up talking and uh, he was an MC at the time or whatever. And he was uh, <laughs> having me help him, with some connections that he was trying to make or, or whatever. And then we just um, started talking about graphic um, arts and comic books and all that. And he started, he had a few that he was working on. And so probably about 14, 15 years ago, yeah. we started uh, trying to make our first template of what we wanted to do. Um, and then it took probably, man, we just came out with our first, issue on black friday the year before last mm-hmm. um on the last year I, I actually last year no the year before last yeah so it took that long we took that long to develop it and kind of really figure out what it was that we wanted to do okay yeah, that's it yeah <laughs> it, was, it was a long time coming the, the interesting <laughs> thing that i like to look at it is that i mean i i was attempting to rap at the time right so i was gonna say but what like, happened to that <laughs> Yeah, well, I listen to Chino, so after a while, I'm like, man, I can't do this shit. <laughs> that, to be honest with you, for real, that's what it was. It's like I listen to Chino all the time, and and for me, he's he he's my favorite MC. I think he's number one, yeah. arguably top three if you really want to do that. But to me, he's number one. So when I listen to him, it's like if I can't be the best, I mean, and then I why just, try? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, uh, I'll draw. I used yeah. to draw back in the day, so I'll draw. <laughs> Thank you, bro. But it, but I do like the fact that like uh, it just happened organically. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, yeah. I started off with music, met Chino. I mean, that was a highlight for me personally, being able to just meeting him like that and, and under those circumstances. And then just years later down the line, you know, we get to work like this, and I get to work with him as like a peer. 
in yeah, a different realm. In a different realm. But I get to get his writing. So it's not music, mm-hmm. but it's still like it's it's amazing to be able to contribute to his writing in a different way. So I feel like I feel pretty blessed to be able to be part of his journey in the comic books yeah. as like a team member, you know what I'm saying? So it's pretty dope. That's cool. And Gift, I was going to ask you too, because behind the scenes, I was going to ask you, what what is your name? Like Gift Revolver, where did that come from? Uh, you know, uh, I was trying to tell Chino, uh, just back in the day, basically, I used to like the name Solid Snake. Remember from the game? And it's just two words oh, yeah. that sound cool together, Solid Snake. And yeah. for some reason, Gift, I don't know why that came to me, but it just did. And then revolver is just because it's an aggressive. I'm a one shot killer. Like you know, you only got a couple in the chamber. You got to be deadly. You got to be deadly with those. So yeah, just gift revolver, and that's okay. But the name is so fire though, because I remember when the dude was like, "Yeah, my homeboy gift revolver." I was like, "Gift revolver." Yeah, that's kind of right. That shit is fun. Yeah, no, yeah. it's a really good name, man. That yeah, it's dope. And then so he's talking about like his rap and shit or whatever, which was I remember it being okay, like just okay. But then when he was like, yo, but, uh, you know, but, you know, I, I do this graphic art a little bit or what I was like, oh, then when I seen this shit, I was like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then yeah. from there, the the, the um, work that he was working on and then doing the cover for the Wu-Tang project that he did and all that is just, yeah. to me, as the best mixture of realistic surrealism anime fantasy the horror like it, it's really his his detail in the many styles he has is just amazing definitely one of the best artists i've ever seen period like there's nothing he can't do yeah. except it is, it is a weird except no what except no what sedgwick that was cut though We're not i didn't say anything it's it's an easter egg uh, but you and, know what though? I, I, my yeah. my actual my actual first uh, I guess hip hop release kind of was was technically with you, Chi. I mean, with the uh, nice nice artwork. Remember oh we did right, that? right, right. Yeah, that's right. Saying. I had a I had a single that came out. Oh man, I don't know what year it came out, but it was a, pr- a prelude to the Reconstruction album. Mm-hmm. And uh, gifted the artwork for that. It's sitting in my kitchen now. It's really really dope. Like we instantly made shirts out of it and made it the cover or whatever. It's, like me in the middle of flames, it, you know, back when I had all my hair and shit. Um, well, had all that hair. I still have all my hair. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, just, just, yeah, I guess that's the first thing that we released. Yeah. If you want to count our first collaborative effort. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what was dope about that? That was produced by Nick Wiz. So since here to oh, save yeah. you all, I mean, Nick Wiz is on here to save you all, right? So no, no, no. He was, I told you so. Oh, okay. I'm tripping. Almost all the thing. Yeah. That's B Wiz. No, it's an easy mistake though. Okay. Two Wizzes. Two okay. Wizzes. And what about you, Chino? Where did uh? I, you probably been asked this before, but where did Chino excel? For those who not, might not know, where does that name come from? Um, when I was a kid, my father's side of the family had Chinese eyes, so there's that. Yeah. And then excel basically was just E X C E L at first, meaning to just be the best at anything that I do. That's and it. then it just um, I just cut it down to excel, you know. Yeah, because the EXCEL was just too much for people, you know. <laughs> God, God forbid you have to draw more than four, you know, four <laughs> or five words and shit. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, obviously we're here to talk about like your graphic novel, but amongst other things. But uh, where did that come from? Like the the graphic novel series, like because um, you're already you're a storyteller, anyways, in your in your, your lyrics you. and and stuff like that. And yeah, like like I agree with Gift Revolver, you're definitely like a top ten 
like MC, uh, like a le- living legend. Uh, so thank it's an you. honor to have you on here. Oh, the uh, honor is mine. Yeah, uh, no man, thank you. Um, and like I said, you 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 already paint like vivid pictures in your lyrics. So I I'm thank guessing you. it wasn't like a big jump from graphic novelist to not, to what you're doing. But how did that come about? Like, how did the concept, like you said, you guys started working together. So how did that come up? Um. Okay, so the first two issues, the ones that have been released already. What? Oh, I just happen to have them right here. <laughs> I just ordered my love. copy. <laughs> hey, okay, that's one and two. So um, I was working on an album and none of the music really the pieces didn't set right mm-hmm. with each other they didn't sit right in what that label wanted from me at the time or whatever and I just realized they were kind of like uh, entities onto themselves like just islands of their own and it, it just kind of seemed like the breadth of where I was trying to go with the pieces just didn't fit onto just a regular album or EP. And they were just, it was just something different. So I had a few of them. And then I kind of started seeing the through line with them. And so the first one was a piece that I did with Adrian Young um, called In a Black Mass. And then the second one that I did was uh, with DJ Static, uh, a song called Lucy. So the narrative of both of them um responded really well in the medium of them being graphic uh, novels. And I sent the songs to Gift and Gift was like, yeah, man, this is, you know, this is some other shit because they're really heavy laden with, from the literature aspect. Yeah. Um, more so sometimes than, than can be, um, that you would even really, for the most part, in the spaces that we're in, in music and attention span, mm-hmm. um, with all respect to the artists that 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 disregard all of those constraints and just do whatever they want to do anyway, just for, for for the art form, I just felt like it would be better if it met the love that I had for literature, the love I had for comic books and graphic artists, uh, uh, graphic um, novels, and the love of Gift's uh, artwork. And this was finally the project I thought that would be the best way to hybrid it together. So, um, yeah, it just kind of really fell together in like a magical way. And, and uh, the third piece that we're working on now, well, mm-hmm. so the first two have the songs that go to it yeah. and also the animated music videos that go to it also. Um, the third one is going to also have a, a short mini movie to it too, but it's uh, completely scored and it's just voices. So there's no mm-hmm. song that goes to it. Okay. So um, through the process of doing the third issue, which we were just talking about, because I just sent in the last part to him, mm-hmm. um, I really had no idea that the skill set that I had would translate as well as it does, to be honest. Um, yeah. I felt like I, I was pretty confident that it would, but you can never be sure until you actually do it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's times when I would just get up from the... Uh, from my desk and be like, whoa, that shit is good. That shit is fucking good. You know what I mean? Because, you know, you have this inclination that you can do it, but actually seeing it manifested and realized, you know, in ink um, yeah. is something, you know, I, I don't know what your spiritual uh, feelings are or whatever, but definitely greater than me. Definitely greater than me. Yeah. 
from from up there. You know, it makes me wonder too if those two songs that you gave me, if they would have had a home, if we would even be doing this. You know what I mean? It's it's two... funny you should say that. I I don't think so. If you see, if you notice, I still never I never released them as songs on their own yeah. because they really they were they were birthed to be inside of this universe that we've created. Yeah, and then over over the over that time, I would just listen to them. And they were great songs, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm just tripping out. Like, damn, they be, I'm glad they never had a home because <laughs> yeah, for this, you know what I mean. Yeah. But you know what else? You know, you know what else? I'm, I'm glad though right now because we're we uh we did one and two, but I feel like issue three is Chino. Chino's kind of getting to getting into a different gear with kind of getting into the, the comic book stuff because the first one, uh, it's a song, but right now there's no music, so he's getting into like a he's like digging story himself too. Into, yeah yeah he's digging himself into a different depth. He's just pulling, and it just I could feel it. It's just, it's exciting yeah. to read, and then draw. For me too. Me yeah, too. dude. And then it, it, I mean, it's it's to the point where it's frustrating because I want to know the whole movie. I want to see the whole <laughs> movie right now because what he's sending me. So it's exciting. It's frustrating, but it's just dope. It's a dope ride, but it, it, it it's crazy. Like Gabby, literally, <laughs> like sometimes, like last week, I called, I, I hit gift, and I was like, and and keep in mind, like I'm working on four albums, like I got a whole bunch of stuff to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> but like, there's something about like, there's times I'm a pleasure delayer, right? So I hit him the other day, and I was like, yo, man, I can't even wait to like sit back down and finish and see exactly what's gonna happen, because even because I'm invested in it, because I'm not, you know, I have this huge, you know, it's gonna be a um, it's going to be eight issues or whatever. So I have all of it basically mapped out. But yeah. the small intricacies and the caveats and exactly how we get to each place, I don't have. So I'm like, oh, man, I just fought this big beast and this other dude just got the the, the villain just put the other guy underneath the ice and he's trying to, like, you know what I mean? So it's it's times when I just get up from it just so I have it to look forward to later. Like these characters are like alive, you know? Yeah, it's just it's just super cool, man. I'm really blessed to be for it to be doing as well as it is, and for it to have as much interest. And um, uh, uh my guy Julio that owns uh at We Can Be Heroes is my mentor and our representation okay. in this medium or whatever. And we got a lot of big stuff in store. Like the, the the collaboration that we're probably about to have in a minute is really gonna blow everybody's mind. That's so, dope. And um, yeah. for those who might not, you know, have like heard about the uh, the graphic novel, like, can you give like a brief premise of like, you know, like the first two issues? Okay, the first one um, in the Black Mass, we're introduced to the evil priest, and the evil priest is basically I'm doing battle with the evil priest, and you also see mm -hmm. all of his minions, etc. And um, it's really a a, a struggle between uh, you see Adrian Young playing the music and. I'm chastising the priest for not being exactly uh, forthright. <laughs> um, so he has not only supernatural powers, but he also was doing some things that he shouldn't do that we find the clergy taking advantage of people in certain ways in that way in real life too. Yeah. Um, so I kind of put those two things together. Um, and so at the end of the first one, I'm going to give it away, spoiler alert. <laughs> The last thing you see, right, because good has to triumph over evil, is you see, you know, hopefully, you see him impaled on a steeple on the first on the, on the top of the church on his own church. He's impaled on a steeple. Get through it so well. <laughs> so the second one picks up basically, and uh, the priest is you see the priest like removing himself off of the steeple because he's got these powers, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and he finds this reincarnated spirit named Lucy, and Lucy basically 
in the guff got um she has all these reincarnations so she's chasing me throughout time through all these reincarnations but she's actually one of the minions of the evil priest okay. so the third one that we're working on now is the actual backstory of my nemesis the backstory of the priest and how he got oh, his powers and what happened and we took it through the whole timelines and when he yeah skin and bones we took it that's the name of the uh the issue yeah. uh, uh basically took it from him as a child his mom this whole etymology of just how he got to be who he is and it is really really insane <laughs> now, now now keep in mind you say that you're a horror enthusiast so yeah I, i'm gonna I, I imagine you know the movies that i know the ones we're supposed to watch and even the ones you're not supposed to watch and all yeah. that shit <laughs> And then I have some pretty vile lyrics and crazy concepts <laughs> from Ghetto Vampire on my first album, whatever. So yeah. if I tell you like this is this this issue goes there, like it's fucking crazy. Like this is from like a pretty desensitized ill motherfucker, especially when it comes to writing, right? Yeah. It's really, really <laughs> wild, bro. It's wild. Like there's certain times <laughs> when I'm looking at it, you know, and when so I write it, right? And then I send it to GIF and GIF sends me back you know piece by piece chunk by chunk and it's yeah. completely different right to look at it and be like oh shit like man like did i really write that like are we really going that far is the story really that gripping but i, I will tell you this so the long haul of it though yeah the long in the long run the long of the, the end game is basically my character has been imprinted with this certain information that only he knows and the priest has a uh what you're gonna get introduced to this to introduce in the next episode. He mm -hmm. has a hierarchy that's over top of him that is basically the person who created him, right? Mm -hmm. So okay. he knows that I have this information. So it's basically a chase a chase throughout multiple timelines for him to get this information that I have. And a lot of it is the search for the divine feminine. There's a lot oh, going on, dope. man. Okay. It's a lot going on. It's, it's so crazy. Yeah. Me and Chino, we already got our apology speeches from when we get canceled. It's, like crazy. <laughs> 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 it's kind of cool because uh, talking about like the evil priest, like because I'm kind of moving into like filmmaking this is my next goal for me. Oh, uh, nice. And it's crazy that you say that because I was working on a script of a, a film where it's like these mm -hmm. two, like a brother and sister that they're like kind of like indigenous back from like the Aztec or like Mayan times. Um, I like it. and they just, you know, they don't get old. So they just keep going through like the different like eras, you know, and they're, they're in current time, but they're, they're the last of their kind, I guess. Um, right. and as we know, like the churches and all that, uh, rel that religion, like Christian religion kind of took over, you know, the indigenous beliefs and all that stuff. So mm. throughout time, there's these kind of like priests too, like that been chasing them and they kind of like hunt them. Like they're kind of like witch hunters. So it kind of reminded mm. me of that. So it's kind of cool that it kind of aligns with what you were talking about, like the evil priest. I'm, I'm pretty sure yours is like a little bit different, but that's like kind of the mythology that I was no, kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah. to. Like we, we actually have a native aspects, a native aspect to this, in this, uh, in, in this, in this issue that we just uh, finished. Okay. Um, there's basically two Paiute scouts that, uh -huh are watching the uh, colonizers, let's say, <laughs> and realizing that they are, you know, insatiable beasts, you know, yeah, <laughs> type of shit or whatever. And they're like not dealing with them, you know, but that's a, that's a really dope concept. Make sure you, uh, you uh, mark down the date and time that you 
you put that to the world. So if anybody steals your shit, I know. you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's oh, yeah, dope good. though. Good luck. Good luck. Thank well, you. Whatever you, what, however we can help you, let me know. Yeah, for sure. Thank you guys. Um, and then obviously like, I, I, like I was talking to Gift Revolver before you got on, um, on the zoom, um, we're talking about the the concept of your guys's graphic novel it's kind of right up my lane you know it's like a, a mixture of like mm. horror kind of if you think about it because the imagery mm -hmm. and all that stuff and the gore oh com com uh, completely yeah right <laughs> so with that said like is that you guys are talking about like you know you guys been doing a lot of like uh, comic book signings and stuff like that or graphic uh, novel signings uh, do you guys see yourselves like maybe being like at a horror convention stuff like that because i think that would like be right up your guys's lane you know like starting to be somewhere there what are your thoughts on that <laughs> <laughs> this is that is for sure i don't know if you know gif might be a little bit scared <laughs> um, i knew that was coming that's why i started laughing right now <laughs> yeah but no no it, it is it is and if this if this collaboration happens like it, it's it, that's the space you know and yeah. um i am so okay with that space because it's just a natural evolution of the things that I like and what my interests are and my whole movie collection is really really sorted you know what I mean like yeah. there's no nothing regular like one day I was just sitting there and really looking at it because somebody was I had a guest <laughs> and they were trying to find a movie that was not traumatic <laughs> and I really don't have one. I think I have like Charlie's Angels from back in the day because my because my friend directed it and because my girls wanted it. Other than that, I mean, even in my kids' shit is, you know, uh, um, man, why can't I think? Is uh, um, um, who's the little girl? She's in. I can't think of it. Uh. You're gonna have to cut this part. Oh, <laughs> even even my kid stuff is like Coraline. Okay. Or, yeah. or uh, like dark, or, like uh, dark, dark cartoons. Spider, spider wick, and like you know what I mean. So yeah, it, it's just natural. So if somebody wanted to put that label on it, it's fine because I'm not forcing it. It is really how I write. And if yeah. you think back to every single album, every single song, every single verse, it's really like a a. a horror science fiction horror is really yeah. the way that i write my rhymes too you That's know true. so it's just it's kind of like man your shit is horror like who told you you know <laughs> and that was my next question like, like I, are, you, are you so you're obviously you know, you're you're like a horror fan or i don't know if gift is yeah. it doesn't look like he might be but... <laughs> no 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 i do enjoy horror but i'm not i'm not like not not that deep no, like a, I'm, yeah. I'm also a comic book guy so i watch a lot of that but i love i love yeah. that stuff though. i like dark element stuff but go on i'm sorry uh, yeah, and I was gonna say like, what are you guys' like uh, top like horror like maybe top five if you guys have any? Woo! Go ahead, she. Cause I'm... <laughs> it man, it's hard because um I really like uh damn what is switch it's called Switchblade I can't think of the fucking I don't even know if they get it uh Frontiers uh Inside Martyrs. Um, of course, the classic OGs, you know, Texas Chainsaw, yeah. anything that, that John Carpenter ever put his name on, obviously. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, Eli Roth took it into a different direction and didn't know he was creating a subgenre that I'm not mm -hmm. really crazy about. But the but the first one that he did, Hot, the first Hostel, Hostel was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I'm look, I'm actually looking at my Blu-ray collection from here or whatever. But <laughs> so, so the things in that in in that space, pretty much. What about yourself? For me, I have I have a lot, but like Friday the Thirteenth, as you can see, Jason back here. Um, okay. I, I grew. It's not even a favorite movie. It's just like uh, a nostalgic for me because it was one of the first films I watched. Mm-hmm. Um, I love like American Werewolf in London, like the eighties. Oh yeah, because yeah. the you just the you know the the special effects and the practical effects. Oh on there. yeah. Um, what else? The thing, same thing. Oh, like the practical my effects. The practical effects are crazy, yeah. man. And then Fright crazy. Night. I feel like I love Fright Night because I love oh, horror you comedies. Go. You know, oh, <laughs> like do you? yeah. So like the eighties Fright Night, not like the remake, the the eighties one. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, like Evil Dead, I'm like obsessed oh, yeah, with yeah, yeah. Hellraiser. So I have like too many, but like I always change my top five all the time, <laughs> depending on the yeah. mood. No, I think you just named the yeah. ones that I was that I, I can't pull them off the top of my head. But I mean, yeah, yeah Hellraiser. I tend to like the the creature aspect of it, but like yeah, Hellraiser yeah. has some nutty nutty shit. In there. Yeah. Switch, the the name of the movie that I was thinking first is called Switchblade Romance, but it's known as something else in this country. What, is that like a? Is that more? Is it comic book one or no? Is it what is that one? No, no, no. It's it's a it's a it's a you, I'm, you it probably foreign? have. It's just it's just the main. Yeah, it's a foreign. Okay. It's about the uh, damn. The girl is obsessed with the other girl, and you think that there's a guy in his green truck following mm-hmm. him around and killing the whole family, and at the end you find it was just one of the personalities, the other girl, because she was in love with the other girl. I can't think of the name oh, of it, but that's that's one of my that. favorite. It kind of That's reminded of me of favorite. Identity. I don't know if you guys have you seen Identity with like John Cusack. Oh, I love Identity. I love too. Uh, everything yeah. about that movie, I love. I love the uh, the whole the ambiance of the rain. It's like a who done. Yeah. You got to figure out who's who. Then the, the, the twist at the end. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, my uh, my song "Skin" off Poison Pen, my third album. There's a part in the beginning with the boy talking, and he's talking to. Uh, I met. I went up the stairs. I met a man who wasn't there. Uh-huh. Um, he was he, well. He wasn't there again today. I wish. I wish he'd go away. That's from, from that movie. Yeah, oh, that shit. Okay, that's yeah. dope. <laughs> what about that Cusack movie where it's like Room Two Hundred Three or something? Oh, fourteen oh fourteen oh eight. Yeah, oh, yeah. I just watched uh, that again recently. Yeah, that was pretty dope. Yeah, that was a good. No, one it's too. it's intense, man. Yeah. It's intense. Stephen King, super intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So what about modern? Do you like any modern horror movies at all? Yeah, I love. Or you like my? No, I'm I'm not like you? one of those purists. I love everything. <laughs> that, that's, that's how my, my nephew is. My nephew was like, I'm not. He will not like watch Hereditary because it's looks. I just new. have I have like the kid in the background. I mean, you see it, but yeah, like I have the the King payment. Yeah, I love. Oh, that movie. for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I'm trying to tell it? him like, I'm like, don't be frightened because it has a real budget, like. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's ill, son. It's ill. Then he was watching it, and then when you know what happened with the the, the car, the girl in the backseat in the car, he was like, Man. "Oh, I was like, yeah, yeah." Dude, I, I, real, I saw bro. that by myself in the theater, my because my wife won't watch a my wife won't watch a scary movie with me. I saw Hereditary <laughs> by myself at after ten o'clock, bro. I finished the movie. I, I drove home terrified, <laughs> man. I would. It was it was bad, bro. I felt dirty. I felt so dirty, like I had just <laughs> oh. witnessed. Some kind hold of on, ceremonial satanic. Hold on, gift. Gabby, Gabby, you know what's crazy about that? You know this nigga gift is a big six foot four motherfucker, right? <laughs> no, bro. No. <laughs> but, but you know what? My I, mom always said, my mom was always saying, one thing that, one thing black and brown people are scared of is ghosts and magic. 
It'll be 20 <laughs> niggas with guns and y'all just walk into place like nothing. But don't let it be ghosts. Yeah, bro. No, hey, when they went ahead, oh man, that shit was terrible, man. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it was so unnecessary. Like to the show sound. Yeah. Like you didn't even know what was going on to you. Yeah. You just heard the sound and then you, you know, he looks up. And it was weird because yeah. you had the different, uh, I had a different emotion because she looks different. So you have sympathy for her because she just she doesn't look like she fits yeah. in anywhere. So you have a sympathy of like. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. yeah um, I think... mid mid Somar too. Oh yeah, yeah. I think hereditary mid, was it wasn't even for me. It wasn't the scary part of like the the graphics and the imagery. For me, it was more like the story of it, like the fact that you never finish knowing your own, even your own relatives. Like how scary is that? Like because <laughs> it's like. Look it lingers. No, I gotta say, like it lingers with you. It stays with you, like that movie for a while. Because <laughs> I'm like, okay, you trust. Right, and we've seen that trope a million times, whether it's Rosemary's Baby or whatever. Like the whole like, oh yeah. God, in the end, it was a cult. Like, yeah, we've seen that a lot, but it was really done so well, man. It was really done well. I think it's one of the best. Oh shit, Mandy. One oh of my yes, dude. I was gonna bring that Just up. I still can't... haven't seen it, bro. Oh came my god! Of, you gotta came see out it. Out of the blue, and it is just fucking fantastic, man. One of I think my it's like the best, movies. like Nicolas Cage role ever. I think. Oh, for sure, man. <laughs> the the colors, yeah. You know, from the colors to the soundtrack, is King Crimson is in there. Um, the casting, like it, the the monsters. You got the brother Bill Duke in there. Like it's so good, man. I loved it. I loved it. It's one of yeah. my favorite of the last probably ten years or so. Yeah, I just watched it the other night. Yeah, like that scene. Uh, I don't want to kill it for you, but there's a scene with like this big bee or something. I had to like even Google it. I'm like, is this even like real? Where she starts tripping? Oh, oh. And I was like, yeah. what is this? And I guess yeah, they real. do exist. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. It was a big bee. <laughs> yeah, it's like a huge one, but they actually exist. I forgot what it's called, but I was like, what the hell? It, it has like a. It has all the. It um. It makes you trip out, basically. Mm-hmm, like hallucinating stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, it has but, like, but like Chino said, it's like it, the way they did it. It's like it's like pink, like the cinematography. Pink it's, and blue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Almost like almost like kid Cuddy colors type. Of yes. Shit. You should you should check it out, dude. It's crazy. I've been telling yeah. you to watch it for over a year, yeah. fucker. Hey, but you, nah, but you know what? I've I've, I've gone through the phantasms. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. nice. I'm those going are through those right now. Yeah, I love and I, I didn't realize what I was missing out on, man. It's it's cool. Okay, okay, okay. So the scene and and the new text that I sent you when he's talking to when a guy tries to attack him or whatever and he says what he says to him, it's in kind of like the voice of the, the bad guy from there in my mind. Okay. I like the yeah. tall man. No, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like the, the tall, tall man. man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that dude was creepy. They're yeah. all they're all good. I was watching some uh, documentary about it, and the guy who designed the ball was mm-hmm. explaining like how he came up with it. So crazy, dude! Oh, so yeah. crazy. It's a, it's a simple idea too, but it's like I mean, I've never seen that before. Like me neither. <laughs> me neither. Yeah, yeah. And I seen it as a kid, so I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a there's a lot of good like new films. I think I think like the genre is having like a resurgence, like with a. You know, you know what I like? I like films. Insidious. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. The whole universe, I like it. Even though like the Conjuring gets a little bit of hate, but I love it. Even the Nun, I rewatched yeah, I... it and it got a lot of hate, oh, but it wasn't shit. bad. No, it, no, no, no. The no. the mythos between that and as a person who's been to Romania, bruh, That's that shit is scary. real. <laughs> yeah, that shit is the Nun is fucking fantastic, man. You know, I think that the reason that the purists, they just want, they don't want to let go 
of what it used to be. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but some of the campy shit has to go. Johnny Depp in fucking, you know, and, and Freddie are like basic, like you let the art form evolve like everything else. That's you know true. what I mean? Like yeah. one time I was at a, um, and uh, I, I guess by all ratios and, and, and specs, I'm a nerd, you know what I'm saying? Just a different mm-hmm. fucking type of nerd or whatever. And, um, I remember I was at Comic-Con <laughs> and these nerds were really fucking like stabbing each other with pencils and shit, arguing over zombies and zombies. Like, oh no. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense that a zombie can run fast because technically he's not alive. Like he, his sentient part has left him, so he can't run fast because his senses—he's just a senseless eater. Then the other dude is like, "No, they evolve faster than whatever," and they're literally like stabbing each other with fucking pencils and shit. I'm like, "Yo, it's just a movie." But yeah, yeah, the the purists are like yeah. on some whole other shit, and I get it because. There's things that I hold, you know, like me. One of my favorites is Halloween three, and people don't like Halloween three. Yeah, I probably one of those. Michael, <laughs> I'm probably one of See? those. <laughs> See, but now um, I grew to to appreciate it though, like for what it is. It's like I think if it would have been standalone, it would have been good. I think when you well, compare so to the to whole the little kids that like program you or something like that when you put them on, right? Su- super fire, man! Yeah, yeah so but you got I, the I, whole. He had like pieces of the stone. Is it like Tom Atkins, factory. right? Or who is it? Tom Atkins. Of, co- right? of course. Like the legend. The lady, the, yes, the, yeah. the, the the girls them sugar, right? Yeah. That old man. <laughs> I know. He always got, I was like, damn, he was like a pimp <laughs> yeah, back in the day. <laughs> yeah, really, <laughs> like Night yeah. of the, did you ever watch Night of the Creeps too? That's one of my favorites. Like he's, he's in it too. He's like the sheriff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in a few of those kind of movies, isn't yeah. he? He's in the fog too, isn't he in the fog? No, no, yeah. no. And I just fog. saw him on my Bloody Valentine. It was, he's already like older there, but like the remake of my Bloody Valentine, he was there. He oh yeah, a cop. Wh- which is which is really good. Yeah, the remake of my Bloody Valentine. Yeah, I like both of them. And there's another thing in that universe. What's that other one? Like something falls. Uh, I, oh I yeah. Um, Where they, they call a they call a killer the Tooth Fairy. Oh yeah, Darkness <laughs> Falls. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Love, you know your shit. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My friends. Oh, you like, know one of my. Like you know one of my favorite. <laughs> you know one of my favorite of all times is it's um I'm gonna draw a blank on the name. I got it in three different uh the Wicker Man. Oh yeah, which one? The the old, the old one? one? Okay. No, I don't. Not, I don't. Not do the Nicholas. Is it Nicholas Cage? <laughs> no. <laughs> that shit is an abomination, and this is where that's I what I hear. Yeah. Favorite. My purest shit out. Like, nigga, no. Don't you disrespect that. But, dude, like, the last scene is all practical. They timed it so the whole thing would, like, burn, and then you see the uh-huh. sunrise after it. Like, damn, yeah. I need to watch that one. I don't think I've ever seen the... I've only seen parts of the original, but I hear that, obviously, that's the the best one, not the remake. It is real. Well, it's the template of of Hereditary, of Rosemary's Oh, Baby, yeah, like, folk horror, right? Like, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, that. Oh, not mm-hmm. only that, but the idea of in order for you to succumb to what they want to do to you as a mm-hmm. sacrifice or whatever, you have to come willingly. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're probably like, yeah. a, there's a documentary that just came out. It's called like Folk Horror or something like that. I forgot what it's called, but it's it talks about, I think the Wicker Man is on there. And then yeah, yeah, about, I've seen that. Yeah. I think it's on Shutter. I think it's on Shutter, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that was yeah. a good one. I watch, you guys watch that Shutter, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, of I don't course. have it. I don't have it, but I, I watch stuff. No, I don't, but I, I watch this stuff for free online. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and so actually, you know a what good, the irony. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was gonna say uh, a good uh, new film. Talking about new films, it's I don't know if you guys like horror comedy, but it's called Deadstream. It's on Sh- I think it's on Shutter, so you might have seen it, Chino. But it's it's hilarious. It's like a a brand new take. Like you said, like uh, a lot of people are not like happy with the way the genre is evolving, but I think it's cool mm-hmm. because it's like within this era, or like you know we have the, these influencers, um, and it's like a YouTuber that goes to like a haunted house. Um, and it turns out to be actually haunted, but it's freaking hilarious because he's just like live streaming the whole thing. And it, it's it actually has some scary parts and they're like jump scares that are pretty good. But it's a funny one. I recommend it. Yeah, you guys haven't seen it. What was <laughs> the name of it? Or did, or did live stream? Deadstream. Uh, Deadstream. Yeah. And that one's on Sh- Shutter, I believe. And it's a, it's cool. It's like a couple that like did it, like wrote it and directed it. It's like independent, but it's pretty cool. Check that out. Oh, what is that movie that was a uh, Shutter original? But it, yep. it made the circuits too. There was a hellbender ah. with like the family does movies. It was pretty cool. It was like about witches and like it's like a mom and a dad and a and a daughter and they it's independent too. But I don't know if it was that one. I haven't seen that. Is it like don't say something or don't? It's not don't speak. I can't. I'm so bad with the titles. But it's about this a couple uh-huh. that goes to Italy and meets another couple and then they catch up with each other afterwards and um. It just gets crazy. It's it's real. Like the okay. last ten minutes of it are uh-huh. literally you're like, what the fuck just happened to me? Okay. So, what do you guys think about that new one with uh, Dave Bautista, where he's Which... in like a cabin? Oh, knock at the cabin. That one's coming out. Yeah, I'm actually gonna go yeah. see it on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Oh, it's coming out right now, huh? Yeah. That's it. That's oh, okay. M Night. Is that M Night? M Night. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is. Yeah. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Sp- speaking of Kid Cudi, I think Kid Cudi is in there. Oh, word? Crazy. Well, I know, well, I, know he, I, well, I know he was hosting the, like, screening of it tonight in New York. Oh, damn. Yeah, that looks yeah, good. We'll yeah, see. Because M. Night is, like, a hit or miss with his movies. Like, I, I love you half know, of his movies. <laughs> which one don't, which one, which one don't you like? Um, Which one was it? It was, I think the, the one at the water. Was it Lake in the Water or something like that? That was kind of weird. Lady in the Water. Lady in the Water, yeah. I like I like yeah. the village. Um, I like the village, too. My homeboy was in the Lady in the Water, too. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the other one? The one with uh, the old people. It was it was kind of like, it got mixed reviews, but I liked it. Uh, where they had, they were like Alzheimer's and shit. Uh, <laughs> what was it called? I forgot the name of it, but it was one of the most recent ones. The visit. Oh, old. The oh, visit. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's like a, I, I'll, I'll just I won't spoil it because it has a twist at the end. But it's like these old folks. Yeah, oh, okay. like they go okay. visit. Oh. They go visit their like grandparents, and it's like oh, it turns okay. out like crazy. Yeah. You said old, they're Alzheimer's, right? That's what you said. <laughs> yeah, they have Alzheimer's. Oh. Oh, that's what I said, but it's called The Visit. The Visit, like, yeah. I don't remember. Wait, 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 or... hold on, hold on, hold on. We're, we're remissed if we leave out Barbarian. Did you see that? Yeah, I, I'm uh, one of the ones that did not like that one. I don't know, like okay, the, okay, the ending. Okay. You didn't You didn't like the ending? Nah, because I thought it was going hostile. Like, if it would have gone hostile, like, as far as, like, uh, where the, she finds the cameras, the basement, when yeah. she finds it, I was, like, thinking, oh, it's going to be, like, some torture stuff. But then it right. went like the other way, like wrong turn vibes, and I was like, I was like, oh, I don't do, do, know how I feel on. about do, that. Do, do, do you fuck a wrong turn? The first one, the the okay, sequels, okay. no. <laughs> there, there's one that I do like. The, I like the first one, and then I like the one when they were doing a reality show. I don't know if I watched that one. Okay, let me. I ask think you I stopped watching. <laughs> do, do you like? Do you like? Um, House of Wax. 
Yes. With Paris Hilton. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's such a sleeper, dude. Like the yeah, problem that is that they put they put her in there, so they completely like fucking everybody's like, oh, I'm not gonna watch it. But it's so good. And dude, that's a real practical. The whole thing oh, yeah. is really made out of what? It's like they really did that. That was like a good remake. Super- Compared to like the I mean, really the, good, yeah, that was a good one. Well, what what what's what's fire about the first one with Vincent Price or whatever? If you watched it in three D, because I got like the three D oh, shit no, or whatever. Yeah, he's he's doing that paddle ball thing. Remember that shit? The thing where it's got the, oh, the, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. ball and paddle, and he's doing that, and it comes way out into the audience, bro. Because it's three D <laughs> or whatever. It's fucking dope. It's dope. It's probably like, like the era. It's probably like the era of like probably the thirteen three, right? Like where all the three D stuff was like po- popular, probably. Oh. That's probably what it that's was. Something I got, that's something that I got to talk to you about, Gif, actually. <laughs> Some 3D vibes? I was looking through... Well, dude, I was looking at my old issues of Crossed, right? And they have a Crossed 3D. And it's really good. It's hardcover or whatever. And the 3D is really, really well done. Dude, we should do our third joint in 3D. Hardcover. Oh, that'd be dope. Yeah, that'd be like old school nostalgia. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm Just a thought. Just a thought. Yeah. Any other any other new ones? Any other recommendations? Um Uh I think we covered a lot. I mean, if I would know if I, I would have come more prepared with the <laughs> titles. You know, you know what's an interesting and it's kind of lightweight. It's not good. I was going to say what about X? Did you guys watch that one? Oh, I was going to ask you about X. I dude, I don't want to say nothing <laughs> I I really wanted to like it more than I did. The geezer porn aspect of it was kind of like, <laughs> I know. I think um, that's the only scene that I was like, I could have done without, but <laughs> yeah. But the whole premise, like, I was so excited for it. I yeah. was like, okay, we got Texas Chainsaw Massacre meets whatever. And I remember in the beginning or whatever when they were first leaving the, the, the van or the, whatever they were driving in and walking across the landscape to the barn in the backyard, I was like, yo, this is about to be fucking, I can't, you know. And it was kind <laughs> of a little bit of a letdown. And what surprised me a lot mm-hmm. was the prequel, Pearl, was really good. It was yeah. really good. Did you see that? I saw it. And I, I, I'm like the opposite. I liked X more just because I like, like, you know, the gore and like the action and Pearl yeah. was more of like the backstory and the dialogue, which was cool, but I, I mm. like the the X better than Pearl. And then they have like what Maxine coming out, like the th- the third part, I think, like this year. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so you like to see people torn to shreds? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> what about the, what about the Terrifier? Like though? Terrifier, yeah. Like I love Terrifier. Yeah, Bruh, dude. the new one. I haven't seen. It's dude. There's like Gip, a. There's like at, a. Look at Gip's face. He's terrified. There's like terrifier. <laughs> there's like a dead scene. I don't know if you guys saw. Uh, have you guys seen like they live? You know that fight scene where it's like almost like five minutes long or whatever. Where oh, yeah, yeah. that's like there's like a, there's like a kill scene in Terrifier. There's like almost like five minutes long. I was like, oh uh, shit, I seen, bro. I seen that, you, that the, scene where they saw the chicken hash. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. chick. I, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, you were talking about Hereditary. Like for me, Terrifier. When I watched the first one it kind of like nothing really creeps me out anymore but when i saw that one i was like nighttime i was alone and i don't know it just creeped me out because i think he can teleport so i was like what if he comes out through the fucking tv or some shit i'm like i'm good <laughs> the terrifier can teleport yeah because if you if you notice what? at the end of the first one he like re- disappears and then reappears and he's alive so i'm like he has to have some sort, sort of teleportation powers or some shit they never talk have about it though crazy. have you seen the second one yeah 
Bruh, I, I fell asleep because we were watching <laughs> we were watching it on New Year's Eve or whatever. <laughs> and uh I woke up in the middle and he was just on top of a lady. That's probably the whole scene. He was like cutting her up and shit. Yeah, and I was, yeah. and she was screaming. She was screaming so loud. I just woke up. Was like, "Yo, turn that shit off, yo!" <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Screaming. It was like screaming. two hours, okay. so <laughs> it was like a lot of just un- unnecessary gore. <laughs> when I saw so him what... flying this chicken half, I was just like, "What is this?" I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> and then he puts it on too. Like that's the yeah, fucking. Yeah, I was creepy. like, yeah, "This is too much for me." But go on, treat my bad. Okay, so what? What? movie do you have any movies that ever made you tap out Gabby like you know except okay you just said that Terrifier was a little bit yeah I don't think I've ever like have watched a movie but I've heard of like for me like I think the subgenre that I was talking to like the last guest on here was like the the rape revenge ones like I I can watch those but I don't know like they obviously like just the the aspect of like the scene where they get raped I'm like ah that's too much for me and I think there's one um Serbian film I've heard a lot of things about it that one in Human Centipede so I was like yeah I think those would be like I would not do (laughs) the centipede Human Centipede 2 is rough I've never seen them it's rough oh shit (laughs) what'd you say worse than the first yes man serious by miles um, so I own Serbian film. I own Salo, like all of this crazy shit. Yeah. Um, goodbye, farewell, uh, goodbye, Uncle Tom, all that. Um, then I'm aware of like Bunny Games, all that shit. Yeah, I yeah. think the worst for me is there's this movie called Pig. It's Korean. Okay. And the premise is pretty simple. Uh, this is dude, and they. They'll they'll get two people that love each other and torture the other one, oh, shit. and then torture the other one and kind of time it and all that and kind of like watch the way that the supposed love for each other dissipates through the torture. Damn. And so he's like, and he also have these cameras filled uh, attached to their heads so they can mm-hmm. watch it later their 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 perspective of it. Oh, but shit. like the dude says, all you have to do is just let this guy cut you up for three minutes, just three minutes. If you could just last three minutes, we'll let you go, bruh. Oh, so the dude no. with a big pig mask on fucking just comes out and just starts fucking cutting, dude. And he just fucking straight up took advantage of this man from the front. Oh, and dude. I was watching it and I was just like, it just made me so nauseous. And I'm it's but again, it takes a lot for me to yeah. fucking like. I'm like trying to fucking gag a maggot off a meat truck, bro. It's like a lot, you know. I thought you're gonna, it really. I thought at first you were gonna say pig, the the one with Nicolas Cage. I was like, what? Oh no, Wait, that was that? a letdown. That was a letdown. Um, what country is that film but, from? The the one you're talking about? Korea. Korea. Okay. Oh no, one. It really. Yeah. It just again. It's not that gory, really. It was just the whole sense of claustrophobia and just like, man, desensit- the way they would just desensitize the way that it was filmed. Mm-hmm. It was one of those moments where you really forget you're watching a movie and you're in your like fucking living room. You really feel like you can smell like the cement and the and the, and the iron smell of blood on the floor. Like it was just fucking like, man, I, st- mm-hmm. I like went on a complete, oh, it was right around Lent. Too, so I was like, I'm gonna mm. give horror movies up for Lent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Um, and then, okay. What was up with that? Uh, I saw a picture that uh, eighty posts, but you had all black 
contact lenses on. Oh, that's for um, Atmos. I played a part in Atmosphere's video. Okay, that should look bugged out. Yeah. You yeah, didn't show yeah. it, but I, I was like, damn, that would be crazy. <laughs> no, no. Well, well, I didn't want to give it away for when his video comes out, and people were like, oh, shit, because that's part of the... Um, the um, should I, I shouldn't have said anything then? Part of the Sutterfuge. No, no, it, it's okay. Oh, okay. Man. That should look you just did out. a you just did a commercial for it. Yeah, they fucking <laughs> my left eye. My left eye couldn't really take it. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna ask you. That's not a problem for you to get those things in, huh? It, it completely was. Yeah, it was a problem. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Uh, and then give over you. Obviously, you're known for your art and stuff like that for like hip hop album covers and you know comics. Um, how did coffee. you get in and coffee? <laughs> How did you how did you get into that and how did you get like your own you know style? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Just uh, <laughs> just did it. That's it. Listen to hip hop. Listen to uh, read comic books. It just merged the two and just everything just came into a pot. That's it. it how just did developed you... it over time. So like, how did you start? Did you start drawing as like since you were a kid or kind of something yeah, that like. Yeah. Yeah, I remember drawing like in a I think it was second grade, they the class we had to draw like a picture of whatever. And I remember I drew mm -hmm. like some crazy animal running out of a cave and I noticed it was better than a lot of people's. Yeah. Uh, but then uh I think in my twenties I kinda stopped. Once I got out of high school and in my twenties, you know, I went started having a job getting into the workforce. I kinda stopped drawing and I just left it alone. And then yeah. a little later on I got back into it because uh I kinda wanted something that spoke to me. That, that could kind of uh, fill the hole in my chest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like for having a passion in life, you know what I mean? So I kind of remembered, I'm like, you know what? I used to draw all the time and yeah. I used to love it. But making money and, you know, paying bills and stuff like that for that time, that was taken over by, I'm like, I got to do something I love. So I started doing it. Yeah. That's but, um, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, what's your like favorite like hip hop um, like album cover that you've done and like why uh, is it would, your favorite? Oh, that I've done? Yeah. Um, I would say... I don't have a favorite cover. I would say the comic book right now is, is basically okay. my favorite thing because it's the marriage of both of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I did yeah. a lot of covers to get to this kind of style that I have now. Um, and then the comic book aspect came. So this little marriage of that is uh, what I'm most proud of pretty much. Can, can I can I be a fan real quick? Can I be a fan? <laughs> I really like, I, I like what you did with Caesar face. Oh, the czar face. Czar face, yeah. Yeah, czar face. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like that, and uh, again and again, yo, the shit you just did for Ghostface for the coffee is really good, man. Oh yeah, yeah I saw that really shit. Good. That shit was dope. Yeah, yeah. Super far. But I mean, for a guy who doesn't like horror, right? Went <laughs> like, bruh. You're gonna become a horror fan. <laughs> I mean, like, look, look at this. Hey, but you know what? I though mean, they it's say, fantastic. I'm smiling all the time. Look but they at say this. That the happy people are the creepiest, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh no, yeah. Oh, they, no, look like they look like Morbius a little bit, that, that one you just showed. <laughs> I didn't say you weren't creepy, my nigga. I said you <laughs> didn't like... Hey, you want to see something real creepy? Yeah. Look at this. Look at this. Can you see that? Oh, shit. Oh, on, <laughs> that's <yeah>. creepy. <laughs> yeah, that, that's Babyhead. He's, he's, he's watching over everyone right now. Oh, what is that, bro? What is that? Don't worry about it. <laughs> He's gonna be. He's gonna be under your. He's gonna be under your bed if you don't finish this issue soon. Uh, <laughs> he's like, yeah, bro. That's why I'm not going to your crib because I'm not trying to end up in a corner like that on the next interview. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's the. That's my last illustrator. 
<laughs> and do you have any like uh gift do you have any like favorite like graphic like uh artist or like not a novelist that you like look up to or just uh, artists in general uh, yeah i like uh greg capullo uh lineal you i don't know if i'm pronouncing his name right and uh mm -hmm. mikos miko Seon. i still don't even they're they're a uh, filipino artist yeah uh, that i kind of took a lot from them I mean, their art looks different than mine, but I feel like I took some of those aspects for myself because I borrowed from that a lot. But uh, yeah, just Greg Capullo, those two guys, and uh, can't think off the top of my head really now that I'm on the spot. Alex Ross, he's a painter. I don't know if you heard of him. He does no. like real heroic stuff. It's real, real. It's like realism. Okay. It's it, it's pretty crazy, but yeah. That's, that's cool. And how did you guys like obviously collaborating on the story and stuff like that, but like the, the imagery and stuff like that, like Chino, did you like tell him like, okay, this is what I want or did just gift like run with it as far as like the, the imagery of the, of the series? For the most part, gift just ran with it. Um, uh, like for instance, the idea of the second cover, I gave him some ideas about it. He no, executed. You, no, you gave me that idea. You told me basically what, what what you wanted, which was the hand oh, and you in it. So you did actually. Okay. So I gave him the idea and he just executed it so well. Um, my skill set is that of it's pretty vivid. Mm -hmm. And I also come from a basic kind of a film background too. So yeah. when I write my stories or whatever, it I'll write, air, you know, from aerial view you see, or this is, you know, that, or... Um, so it gives him a lot of prompts mm -hmm. um, that make it a lot easier. But there's some things that he adds that I just can't even fathom or things that he will add that just take what I wrote to a whole nother level too. Um, so he has complete f free reign. I just kind of merely suggest and try to write it as vivid as I can. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, man, there most of the images are, you know, interpolations of what I wrote maybe yeah. um, at best but you know he'll he'll extract extract the visual from what I wrote that I didn't even see it when I was writing it you know he saw it from a whole different space or whatever and um, I just it, it, it feels so good to know that any basketball that I throw up in the air he's gonna fucking dunk it yeah. um, because sometimes I'll write you know I'll have twists and turns and things could get pretty intricate. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you figure if I write something that's a, especially in the music space, if I write something that's a quadruple entendre, it's like, well, which one, which entendre do you illustrate? You know? Mm, yeah. And in some cases, it's a trip because he will not illustrate any of those entendres that I was thinking. And mm -hmm. he might make it direct or make it linear or maybe even find a different aspect of the entendre that I didn't even see. So yeah. it's, for me, it's just, it's just, you know, the comfort from a writing aspect to know that there's no space that I can create that he can't facilitate and, and, and create into actual tangible visuals, you know, it's kind of dope, which, um, like I stopped really caring about music videos years ago mm -hmm. because the the before the technology kind of changed where you could kind of get it done or whatever like when there were no budgets but every the the, the the when there were no budgets but there were so many budget constraints let's just mm -hmm. say it, i felt like there was no 
visual that could capture um how sensational I could write a piece, right? Yeah. So I could if my if what I wrote is far more fantastic than what the visual is going to go to, I'd rather a person sit there and look at it behind their eyes then instead of look at it in front. Um so in this space it's so awesome because it's like man, if I think of shit, a planet inhabited by alligators that wear shirts that have people as a logo or whatever <laughs> that fly around and when they open their mouth saws come out and out of the saws I got little fucking mice break dancing and fucking <laughs> three of them are blind one of them is fucking looks like the president of fucking the United States whatever the anything I can think of he can draw it yeah. and draw it well too so yeah you know the, the interesting part of it also is how we said uh, kind of in line with what you were saying right now Chi is that mm -hmm. The fight scene in the first issue of Black mm -hmm. Mass, the two characters that we have fighting each other, mm -hmm. the little demon-looking dudes, and then the, uh, the 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 dead, deteriorating, fallen beings, whatever they are with wings. Those yeah. characters, I mean, there's nothing even in the song that descri describes that, right? So right. I just imagine that happening from his, because he's having a conversation with the priest the whole song. Yeah. But I just his writing and the intensity of Adrian Young's music, it kind of kind of pulled that out of me, and I could kind of imagine that. But the interesting part of it is that he took that, what I gave him that wasn't in the song, but then he took those two characters and then he created a whole story amongst himself, those characters, the priest. So it's truly organic on how it's built because those things from, they weren't even in his song. But then he, yeah. I, I, yeah. I kind of gave him that ball. I threw him, he threw me the past giving me the song. I threw him the past giving him different characters. And mm -hmm. then he threw me a whole entire, put me in the game for a whole game. Of what it now where he's gonna take us now. So I mean, it's it's truly truly organic. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. So he he had these demons that were like minions in the first <laughs> issue, and I was like, man, we were talking about it, and I was like, as soon as we were sketching out the whole piece, like the whole eight issues. Yeah. And I was like, damn, who are they? Who are they? Yeah. And I woke up in the middle of the night. I was like, Knights Templar. They are the Knights uh... Templar right the yeah. dead knights templar are coming back like you killed us motherfuckers We're... and that <laughs> is what's between that and two words that i wrote i wrote two words down on a paper i wrote timid priest and just those two words and the knights templar just c completely just birthed this whole universe it's like it's just crazy yeah. with creativity as i'm sure you know yourself it's kind of yeah, like yeah. The, the story of how stephen king got a thought of carrie yeah is one of my favorites ever you know he's just in the bathroom sweeping up and he sees <laughs> the sanitary napkins on a wall and he's like thinks of the girl in school who nobody liked or had to wear the same clothes and was like i wonder if she knew what happened when she when this happened in her time of life and what if somebody really just never knew and then here we get carrie yeah. you know yeah that's an it's iconic one. Oh, even like with pizza yeah. and terry where like his son almost got killed too and then it kind of sparked that film. He said that's one of his scariest like books he's ever written was Pet Cemetery. And I'm like, this is one of my favorites, like the 80s version. Yeah, I really like it too. Yeah. I really like it too. It, it, it's hard to watch though, huh? It's kind of intense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those it's films where you intense. watch like one, once every like five years because it's like like the fly, you know, it's like too dark. <laughs> right. And and, it, and it's weird because for the most part, Stephen King, Stephen King I think, creates a cushiony comfortable horror mm -hmm. where you watch it but man i really like 
this city that they're in. And man, the characters are so lovable. And like, and then he kind of turns it on its head. But even in those spaces, it never gets too much to where you're like, fuck, I don't want to watch this. For, for for super lightweight, so that, that can't see the metaphors in it, then yeah. Yeah. But like, like, if he ever did like, I know what you need as a movie, like, as the as the killer pulled out, like you're watching this whole thing, the guy has flowers right at the end. He's like, as he pulled out the hammer and beat her to death, he said, I know what you need. You're like, bruh, right? <laughs> but his movies, except for like Pet Cemetery and like 1408, they're pretty like, I don't know, palatable horror, which I think is a genre in itself that nobody talks about. Like to me, you got yeah. Stand By Me, right? And mm-hmm. you got Super 8, right? And now you got Stranger Things. It's kind of all. all yeah. I thought about that. I never yeah. made that Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys have like, your series is really dope. Um, you know, you guys created like a really cool universe and I can't wait to see like, you know, where you guys take it from here. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah. And I, I just ordered a copy too. So maybe hopefully you guys can sign it. If not, whenever I, you know, hopefully see you guys because you guys are not that far no, from of me. Course. Uh, of course. But, but, um, from like for you guys like what do you guys see like this going because i mean i can see it even becoming like you know you guys done like the little animations and stuff like that but like do you guys see like a film or anything like that like aspect to it like creating a own like maybe like a live action <laughs> film i think so <laughs> i think so i mean the, I, I am okay i have the ability to look at certain products and just like their toothpaste at a certain point like I can look at it and be completely because I there is no one as critical on anything that I've ever done as much as I am. Like I am extremely critical for every verse you hear. I don't care if it's forty two bars. I must have wrote two hundred for every album that might have came out, which is not many. There's four albums that were created in the process of getting to that one. I can really say without any kind of prejudice, right? Mm-hmm. Or uh, that this, there is no limits to what can happen with this franchise. Um, yeah. And we have a lot of interest, like I was saying, and if things mm-hmm. go a certain way that they could possibly go, that would probably be a next step. Um, and I'm just kind of excited about it um, because, again, this is just one of many stories we just used me as the character first you know yeah but there's a lot of different other things that we can do and i will tell you that by the end of this run people are really going to be surprised how far we stretched the 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 rubber band um there are really ghouls and monsters around every corner there's fucking puzzles and 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 kodaks and breaking the fourth wall where you don't know what's real in an actual life and what's going on in it. And it's, um, mm-hmm. it's really fun. And I look at it like with the eyes of a child, like bewilderment, like, yeah, for me, the reason that I really, really, um, identified with what you're doing and what your platform is, mm-hmm. is because you got hip hop, right? Um, the first place I ever lived was the South Bronx, right down the street from where hip hop began. Yeah. And so it's so genetically instilled in me to do it. And I was just so excited to be a part of it. Never thought of any money, never thought of any success per se. It's just like, man, I just wrote some fucking, some really solid shit. I can't wait to go to the park or go to the lunchroom and spit that shit. And you just have that kind of excitement. And then on the other side, 
you know, with my with with my comic aspirations, which happen to also be horror, right? Yeah. I have that again. I mean, I walked through Comic Con with a backpack in my first issue and was handing it out like it was mixtapes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like all over, and 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 it's so dope that the community, that the comic community, that me and Gift are starting to meet now, knows that it's not any bullshit, right? Like, yeah. People make comic books or whatever because they just want to see themselves in a comic and they just want to have one or it's just a fucking money grab and somebody says, you know what you should do? You should do a comic. Like, this is some shit that's genetically in my DNA. Like, I've been reading comic books and they have been a part of my escapism since childhood. So, yeah, you know, you understand the hybrid because that's what your platform is all about. And that, that's yeah. why it's so cool. And congratulations to you because I don't really think I've ever seen anybody truly um with a presentation like yours is so it's, it's super dope because I, I usually don't want to talk to nobody yeah no thank you i appreciate you guys <laughs> i appreciate you guys being I, was, on here. I was telling her that before we got on live i was telling her i never seen when i when i look at her bio and i saw horror and hip-hop i was like what, what's this but in a good way i was like yeah. okay cool so that's dope yeah well shit it was all, all, the first the first my first records that came out, they classified it as horrorcore in the early yeah. 90s. The Art of Origin is considered horrorcore, yeah. 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 That's dope. Yeah, and that's what I was like. Yeah. Oh, I was just like, I, I was like, I was going to message, because I, I saw you like a year ago, because uh, me and the the team that I roll with, because called Platform Collection, so shout out to them, but we kind of partner up with 60 East for Thought Fest, and I actually like, oh, that's my guy. saw that's you, my guy. Yeah, shout out to 60 East. Um, we saw you perform last year because we, we kind of do like the, the main stage and stuff like that and help him with that. Okay. And uh, I had taken a picture of you. Like it was it was cool when you performed. It was like I think like the sunset was coming down. And I oh, tagged I... you. And then I think you like reshared it. And then from there you started following me. And I was like, I want to like build like an organic, you know, like relationship. And then I just hit you up. I'm yeah. like, man, he's like, he's doing his graphic novel. It's like probably the right time. And then that's when I, when I hit you up. So it's kind of cool how the timing worked out and everything. I appreciate it. Well, we, we, we won't be strangers. And as you grow yeah. and as we grow, we'll, we'll keep this as a thing, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anytime you guys want to come on again, you know, like to talk about, you know, the new issue, you guys are more than welcome. And we could just, you know, talk, talk shit about uh, horror movies and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Ne next time I have my, I have my list really ready. Like maybe I'll come in and, oh, I also have a podcast. We just haven't released, started releasing them yet. We have about yeah. 10 episodes. It's called the Donner Party Podcast. So you know oh, what that is. Yeah, yeah, it was like the which, cannibalism which, party, right? <laughs> yeah, which, which which honestly, there's some aspects of that in our third issue too. Okay, um, but we do movie reviews and shit. Oh, I think our, our first our first one is a uh, Tusk. Oh, oh, I need to watch that one still, but I I've heard of it with Justin Long, oh, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I was talking to my friends. I'm like, I feel like poor Justin Long always gets like the shit stick, like <laughs> barbarian, you know, like like he always ends Bruh, up. I, except I, for I Drag Me to Hell. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's the only I one. I just seen. I like Drag Me Now. Yeah, I just seen another movie. He, he dies, right? It's, it's some kind of vampire. <laughs> yes, you seen that one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this nigga cannot catch a break. You know? yeah. Jeepers creepers too. Yeah, he gets yeah. Killed. He gets oh, yeah. I'm saying, yeah, he got killed on all of them. I like that one. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Except Drag well, Me Now. What, what do you think of Jeeper, uh, of Jeepers Creepers? beyond the director's yeah. bullshit yeah i like I it yeah yeah the first and the, the second one's actually pretty pretty decent after that yeah, like I mean, it kind of lost itself like i think they the did like a one. reborn but i was like yeah, yeah. 
They yeah. did. Did they do a reboot of the first one? Yeah, it was called like Jeepers Creepers Reborn or something like that. And I heard yeah, it's really, really bad. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see that. Um, but the Obviously, first like, one is just knowing the the story of the director. It kind of like it, it is kind of creepy. It gives it like a second meaning. But I was like, I I, <laughs> yeah. I I fell in love with them before I found out what he did. So I was like, yeah, ah. I just you know what I just found out recently. I was talking to somebody. We we're talking about movies, and I was like, Yo, I like Jeepers Creepers. Whoever was talking to me was like, But you can't. And I was like, why? Because <laughs> they have to separate me, like, the oh, artist from the art. Sometimes I think, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. But but not with, hard. with that with that partic- with that particular crime. Yeah, though, yeah. you, you kind of can't. But That's I've true. got a question to you before we sign off. Yeah. In Jeepers Creepers, they were playing the whole license plate thing and all that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Remember? Yeah. This is my question to you: Who gave the Jeepers Creepers man a license? <laughs> and how? Did- and how did he get? How did? Where did he go to get his car registered to get personalized plates? Uh, <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> that's crazy. At though. first, I was gonna say maybe he stole it, but I'm like the the license plate just goes with him, so it's like yeah, yeah. no, yeah. Who knows how you long think he, he, he was rolling in that he, car? You think he went in there like? Come <laughs> <laughs> on, man! It's just fucking crazy. Oh man! Hey, you, know, and, man. Like, you know, you know, Jeepers Creepers has a comic book too, right? No, I didn't know. Yeah, it does. How is it? it? Uh, you know, I, I think oh. I'm gonna pick it up actually because I'm a kind of a the kid, the the monster Jeepers Creepers. I'm a fan of his, so I'm gonna. Yeah. I'll probably pick it up and check it out. Oh yeah, let, let us know if it's it. good because I'll, I'll definitely what's check it, what's it out. It, didn't they that demon that that's based on? Didn't they touch on that in Supernatural too? Mm, oh, I don't know about that. You I don't. About the oh, they, so. they did. Yeah. I think they might have did one, but it was like it wasn't like. Like a straight up copy, but it was similar to it, I think. Where it was like, wasn't it like? No, no, the... well, he... Go ahead. He's based on an actual like Egyptian something. Yeah. Oh, really? And I, I think they, they, uh, yeah, yeah. And they, and so that, that was one of the demons that they fought. I was like, oh, shit, okay. I that's love Supernatural. Yeah. Man, th- that's another like show. That's another uh, um, example of warm and cushy. Oh, you know what's good? Antlers. I fuck with Antlers. Yes. What'd you think of? What'd I you think of it? it? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, yeah, I think it wasn't Guillermo del Toro, like a, a executive producer or something. I think he was involved yeah, yeah, somehow. He the, yeah, he did the monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was. All right, good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I love y'all. <laughs> Whoever's watching. Quick, quick question, actually, before you leave, this is the last question for you. Buy these what? shit. <laughs> yeah. One question, because obviously, so. uh, you're obviously like a, uh, like I said, a legendary MC, so I can't leave without asking you this last question. So, kick a rhyme. You, yeah, kick a rhyme. <laughs> you said you said you're working on uh, a studio album. Like, when can we expect that? And then, what do you think of the state of hip hop right now? And do you have any artists, like either new or OGs, that you that you're listening to right now? Um. My next project that I have coming out is called, uh, it comes out on March 17th, actually. It's called Darkness and Other Colors. It's with, uh, an EP with me and Body Bag Ben. And then my album coming out after that <clears throat> is God's Carpenter. That's with me and Stu Bangers. Okay. And then the album after that, and that's coming out in May. And then in September, I have an album coming out called The Witch's Hammer with Mad Lib and Oh No. Oh, nice. Um, so those are the things that I have. Um, coming out the, the the current state of hip-hop is so polarized you got so much shit on one hand and then so much shit on the other hand i would just basically say that there is a renaissance in people caring about lyrics there's a renaissance in people wanting to have a certain kind of awakened 
compass of of trying to educate as well as uh, uh, perform um, inside of the music. There's a, a, a an idea that things need to change. There's a um, a rebel spirit that will never die in the underground space. And there's lots of artists when you want to look for them. Yeah, I don't want to name a whole bunch of them, but I will say the artists that I fuck with. You know, me and my brother, my brother Immortal Technique will always be one of my favorite MCs ever. Yeah. My brother right there. Um, um, and there's your in cycle realm, of course. Um, and I just don't want to leave anybody out. I'm just going to talk about, you know, what my first family is, you know, Tech Nine, yeah. Vinny Paz. Um, but there is a bunch of young artists that want their hip hop pure and care about it as per literature and care about the environment and care that the fucking 1% uh, takes everything that we have and minds us like the third world. Um, mm. The Latino MCs are fucking getting better and better. Yeah, I um, agree. It's, uh, so for me, I think in the absence of mainstream outlets, the underground and the under shown and exposed artists are really, really flourishing and having an equal platform to everyone, you know, known as the internet. And we still get spoon fed a bunch of bullshit, but little by little people are learning to ignore it. Right. Yeah. So, um, I had a theory the other day, which I could pod completely could be off, but I feel like that old town road, uh, old town road song <laughs> is probably the last song that they could shove down our throats. I'm not saying it's a bad song, but I'm just saying as per programming, mm-hmm. that was before, that was the last time they can tell everybody what they like per se. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that is before the complete diaspora and breakup of the radio monopoly as intellectually for the people who are paying attention. Yeah. I think that the whole COVID lockdown and everything made everybody compartmentalize and rise to the top and identify with what they really liked in their own space. Right. So the creatives got more creative and you, you can see who's buying what, right? Like, yeah, right. That song got fucking 175 million (laughs) spins. I don't fucking believe it. Now this one over here, because of the subject matter and how it is that they say got a hundred that said they got 96,000 spins. Okay. I believe that. I believe that you go to the artist page and he's got mm-hmm. 65,000 followers, right? Which may be, you might look down your snout at somebody who's got a hundred million that, and then you look at him like, nah, this is all bought shit, right? <laughs> all these Spotify shits are bought, like all of that, you know, and just, yeah. I'm a girl dad and my girls love music. And they put me on to so much music and I'm a music enthusiast that I don't know about. It lets me know that music is in a good space. That's good. That's dope. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you guys, you know, for being on here tonight. Um, Again, keep doing what you guys are doing. Go support their, you know, graphic novel. I'll share the link and everything on here on my description. But um, yeah, keep me posted also on your podcast because if you guys need any guests, I'm I'm down. Oh no 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 no! You're you're, you're uh, <laughs> shout out to my man, shout out to my man Saint, my man yeah. Saint Joe out there in uh, Denver. He's my uh, co-host or whatever. That's He's a it. maniac. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah no, no, you are anybody. definitely no. Oh, yeah, because because you know what? Because uh, you owe me now. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys, and hope you guys have a great night. And uh, yeah, see you guys soon. All right. All right, seven. Thank peace. you. All right, peace. You too. All right, everybody, that was uh, Chino XL and Gift Revolver, and that was a really dope conversation we had, uh, horror, hip-hop, all that, if you love that. Um, in the description, like I said, I'll share the link for their graphic novel um, and, you know, all that stuff. Uh, stay tuned. We have more dope uh, guests lined up for this season. I'm really excited. Um, and, yeah, I think you guys, if you guys enjoyed this episode, go ahead and subscribe, like, all that stuff. You know, it helps me a lot uh, to keep this channel going. Uh, but, yeah. Hope everybody has a great week, weekend, whenever you guys are watching this. Peace.